Welcome to another edition of You Tell Me What I Just Said with Johnny the Outsider and the one, uh, the only, the only man more popular than Pittsburgh is Ben Roethlisberger, but he's definitely up there as second most popular. <laughs> the Luchador What up, what up, what up? What up, what up, indeed. It's been a long time coming, unfortunately. We were going to record sooner, but I uh, had a close contact with a kid at school I work with. Um, he had COVID, so we had to move some things around and finagle, you know, that old ball and chain COVID. And, uh, but we're here now, uh, but, and at least now we can talk about more than just Ben's last game and Heinz and the meaning of it. Yeah. <laughs> we got a uh, old faithful back in the news that, Shocker to everybody that isn't a Steeler fan, probably. <laughs> At least not a real Steeler fan. Right. We we have a Steeler, another Steeler on the verge of history. Uh, we obviously have the last game of the season. We're still in the hunt for the playoffs. Somehow. We'll give you, t- <laughs> we'll give you the take on that one. Um, oh, <laughs> There's two improbable things that could happen. Uh, Two percent chance. I'll give a two percent chance of either of them happening, but we'll get into that. But we'll let's just jump right into it. Obviously, last Sunday was Ben's last game at Heinz Field. On our last podcast, I think we talked about we gave you our gloom and doom prediction that I just got a, a message la- from Liam <laughs> trying to invite Troy to. <laughs> The game right now, yeah. so Liam, let's Liam. shout out to Liam. Shout out to old Liam. He's the uh, future owner of BEP Construction, Beep Beep Construction, Concrete Construction. Make sure if you live in the uh, Angola area, Fort Wayne, <laughs> northeast corner of Indiana, you hire that man for all your concrete needs. And guess what? He plows snow. So uh, you can also give that. A concrete construction company a call and say hey i need to drive a plowed or a business, business. that beep concrete construction <laughs> he's good at plowing so yeah he has our yeah. investment some say he plows the best he's yeah, very thorough on on plowing it's right up in there and plows <laughs> plows so. so deep and hard <laughs> it's so hard so hard oh man uh, <laughs> but now that we got that that, that uh, fun advertisement out of the way that uh, he pays us handsomely for, <laughs> um, yeah, Ben's last game was that high. Yeah, all of it, all all of it. All right. Uh, we were both kind of doubtful that the young guys would show up for this game, and maybe it, it was just dumb luck that JC got the start over Kendrick Green, but it made I think all the difference in the run game i just can't believe it man i still can't believe it <laughs> i just i mean you, no, I, I just want to say like the history of this show man i have been dogging jc every it seems like every episode i just give him shit but man yeah. he was <clears throat> adequate enough to make the run game go and uh me you know i guess he's improved but we also had a uh, was it chris morgan the old, the new o-line coach um, maybe he just did something true. different, you know, uh, but it's it just, I don't know, like Kendrick Green, I don't foresee that guy being on the roster. Look, look it's longer, only right? one game, so let's, let's right. not play the overreact, you know, Monday morning quarterback yeah. on this one, but they've got one more game to prove it uh, yeah. against another depleted Ravens team, depleted like the Browns, so if JC goes out there and holds his own again and Morgan O-line looks competent. Who knows? Maybe maybe we have something to look forward to next year. <laughs> right. You were you were messaging me earlier about what we should draft pick a Lyndon Baum or a cornerback number one. 
And I told you, I said, look, maybe if JC pans out, maybe it's Morgan too, then mm-hmm. you know, maybe you do go out and get a picket. You got Najee, picket. Um, I, I think if you don't bring back Juju, you got to get a, a true receiver to back up Deontay, who kind of had a scary <laughs> slashback game. Yeah, man. A couple of drops, you know. I mean, he had the, the touchdown, but, man, those drops, like those are drive killers. Like a lot of people – a lot of people want to put you know all that on Ben, but like he had some, you know, went all reliable. I mean, Chase Claypool is going to go out there and flop like a fish out of water, you know, <laughs> exactly. on every catch anyway. Oh man! So you know what you're getting there, but when you're throwing 14 times at Ray Ray McLeod, oh, I still don't then, understand that game plan to throw to Ray Ray, dude. And then Deontay's having drops, like flashbacks to last season. <clears throat> He's like, well, if I'm not going to get to the Pro Bowl, at least I'm going to leave the league in drops. Let's just go. <laughs> Facts. He's got, a, he's got a lot of work to catch up, a lot of catch up to do in that department. But, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's just hope, like you are saying, like the the young guys, like Pat and hopefully Juju comes back, Najee, and like the more, like you said, the Morgan-led offensive line would probably be an ideal spot for a rookie like Pickett if, you're, if you want to go that route. You know, and then he has he'd have all the weapons, a competent O line. Uh, if the run game stays the way it is now, I mean, like, it'd be just like when we drafted Ben, right? Like he had all the pieces around him. Then ask him to do yeah, so much. You want to you want to need Pickett to come in and throw three hundred yards a game or whatever, right? He can come in and you know pick his spots and you know you, you could get by with Deontay Fryermuth maybe maybe McFarland don't worry John he'll come he'll come roaring through the the, the doors here eventually maybe I, I hope so I mean the Steelers haven't really ever had a reliable number two running back in my lifetime um you know when they had Jerome Bettis they didn't have anyone to run behind him um, Le'Veon Bell had what D'Angelo Williams back him up, yeah. But we also had a uh, fast Willie Parker, right? It wasn't you, yeah. Um, he was decent, but I feel like he he had like a spark of brilliance. He was, he was like James Conner for us, like oh, he okay. had like a really good season and then he was just kind of all right. And then, like, mm-hmm. did anyone pick him up after we let him go? I think so. I could be wrong. I, I'm it seems like he went to like he probably went to Miami or like Arizona or something. This feels. I think he went to Miami. Yeah. But we, either way, do you, so you, are you saying that we probably should bring in another running back? <laughs> like, no, I, because we're we're cursed at having a good backup running back. DeAndre Williams wasn't bad, but he. Got injured in the playoffs, which then led to what Jalen Samuels, who had the fumble. Uh, it was uh, yeah. was it the Bronco game? Are you thinking of? Yeah, yeah, where he fumbled and like no, it, we it were was, driving uh, down the field, and we're we're gonna ruin Peyton Manning the Super Bowl. I think it was Fitzgerald Trusan. I can't even say his name. Fitzgerald Trusan. I think that's what it was. Um, yeah, man, that was a nightmare written all over it. I think I still think the Steelers would have won that game if Peyton. If the refs didn't let Peyton get back up and throw the ball to get that first down, but you know, no, that's fair too. And then our boy Vontez Perfect, you know, Merck and Antonio Brown in the Bengal game. <laughs> yeah, well, well, <laughs> and Le'Veon Bell getting injured. Yep, yep. Class, classic Le'Veon Bell. So, uh, how did you feel about <clears throat> Ben's kneel down at the end? Like, how did you feel about the whole the whole game? I mean, as someone always supported that guy, they were thick and thin, even as fans are clamoring that we need to get rid of him. Like, <clears throat> that's almost what kills me. It's like you get into all these message boards and there's all these Steeler fans that are like, Ben and Tomlin need to go right now. Like, it's just, this shows you like, we're such a we're such a spoiled fan base to not be able to appreciate that moment for what it was. Right. <clears throat> a guy that brought two silver bowls to the city, um, 
you know, he did have a rough early going of things like the motorcycle accident. And mm-hmm. he did kind of, he, he was, he did kind of appear selfish early on, but then <clears throat> like, once you got to know him and like, he wanted to win a Super Bowl for Bettis and he wanted to win a Super Bowl for Pouncey and yeah. you know, all the things <clears throat> he did for like his own line. And um, I, it's just unfortunate that he doesn't get the appreciation he deserves. Um, a lot of people are going to hold the last couple of years against him. Like he has the most five touchdown games. Um, he led the league in passing not, not too long ago before the O-line went down um i mean let's be real about his season real quick like if some of the games that we won were because of him like the last minute heroics like he always gave us an opportunity to win or tie the game like in minnesota so i mean if if he wasn't our quarterback this year you'd be looking at another lions game that we had with mason as a qb so yeah like underappreciated man he's like the most sacked quarterback in his career i mean he's taken a lot of hits he's put his body on the line for the city he's given a lot to the city the fact that he can stand upright in his 18th season and go out there and still continue to take a beating for for this team mm-hmm. just i mean he's a stealer through and through just yeah. the the hardy plays with so to see him get that moment the kneel down i i think like that that's what football is all about, especially the Steeler um, fan and someone that's, you know, followed this organization for a long time since he, since since my existence. Um, I guess you just worry that they're they're losing that like defense. Like you have T.J. Watt, Cam, you know, some of those guys, but out after that, like maybe Najee, Pat, but. You yeah, just don't like see yeah. players. You, you just don't see players with that kind of pride on this team anymore, and it's it's kind of kind of disheartening because it truly does feel like the passing of you know the guard, but there's no one to pass pass the ball to. Right. Um, Cam's getting older. Um, you know, Stefan Tua had like the stupid tweets like last year. I know he's been out like all year but like you'd hope when he comes back like he'd make a difference next year but like is he really that that stealer player that you're gonna hang that hang your hat on and be like like when my daughter gets old enough to appreciate football be like ah stefan to it then that's a stealer (laughs) that's a stealer through and through man um you know we'll we'll always say the standard is a standard together but um hopefully hopefully tom is still the coach and he's so winning football games when she's old enough, but who knows? Who knows, man? <laughs> I think losing the Steeler culture, like that might get him kicked out of there pretty quick. I, even though like Culver's the guy that drafts everyone. And Tomlin had to say, obviously, because that's how we ended up with Artie Burns, Kendrick Green, um, Charles Jones. Ugh, Sean Davis. Sean Davis. Oh, man. But I don't know. I, it's just like as a Steeler fan, like I just look at that moment and be like that, that might be like the last true Steeler moment for a while. Out, yeah. Outside of maybe TJ Watt hitting like the sack record next year, like or next week. I think I think it's gonna be tough. I think I think they're you know, we saw it in the Browns game after the fourth sack, they're finally like, oh, why didn't we just double team this guy the whole game? <laughs> yeah. But yeah. um I think I think Harbaugh is definitely going to be scheming to make sure that doesn't happen against him because he's kind of a prick because he's a Harbaugh. And, <laughs> yeah, uh, he'd rather lose a game by like thirty points and let TJ Watt go to sack <laughs> against him. Oh man! Like he'd rather trot Justin Tucker out there and kick hundred yard field goals than allow TJ Watt to get the sack record. But yeah. Yeah, I can definitely see that happening. Um, definitely want to spoil any any good moments the Steelers could have left, you know, after the end guess, of the year. I guess to be fair, we're trying to he's trying to tie it right now. One sack is in the tie. So as long as he I don't know how many two sack games he has this year. I can look that up real quick. I think he had I think he had three and a half against them at the beginning or the first time they played, maybe four. I could be wrong. But I know it was a multiple sack game. 
but that was against Lamar, and now they're playing Tyler Huntley, which the Steelers should get a good look at just in case if they want to go that route and try to get, you know, a guy that's kind of like the mold of the quarterback in the league now. He's pretty impressive too, man. The guy can actually throw. So, so after like a multiple sack game, the best he's done is one and a half sacks, which would get him the record. But like he's had a couple zero sack games um, after his two sack games. So it's going to be close. But at the very least, he should get defensive player of the year finally. I think some of those zero sacks sack games is when he was injured, like where he had left or he played like a limited amount of snaps. Yeah, I don't know. Vikings game, I think he left early, he got injured. Yeah, I think the uh, Raiders game. Uh, the Bengals. He was out that game. There was another game that he was missing too. Was he at the Denver game? I don't remember if he was or not. I think he might. I think that's the game he got injured in. I think that's possible because I think he only played like a few snaps before he messed his the groin up. So, and all those people that are like saying, Well, he has 18 games, like he literally, <laughs> like he's been out for a couple of those games. So, and that's a, that's a stupid thing to say anyway because the league's always going to change. <laughs> Real quick, since you were since you were in like that argument with the Browns, uh, person in your group chat on the sideline network and he said like oh these games don't mean anything well so he realizes baker might not like come back next year after the steelers game because of the play call so yeah like yeah that's what i was we mean you had a really good conversation about like well one all these games matter and like also this is like a rivalry game and like you're saying that it's meaningless, but like, how can you as a rival not want to knock or ruin Ben's like final game? Like that's what like you're saying about pride. Like that's a, you know that's you should be prideful and trying to destroy the Steelers. And when you're saying they don't have anything to play for, that's just crazy to me. Like that's what like, I, if you guys want to. The closest I could come up with for an example, because obviously Cleveland hasn't had a franchise guy to hang their hat on, or the Bengals really. Mm-hmm. would be if the Ravens played the Steelers and even if the Steelers were eliminated from the playoffs already and it was Ray Lewis's last game, as a Steelers fan and as a Steelers player, like I would do everything I could to make sure that Ray Lewis didn't get in the playoffs that year. And yeah, that yeah. I, I, I was the team responsible for it. So like, I don't want to hear, oh, we're out of the playoffs, so this game doesn't matter. It's, yeah. It's a blood rival, blood rival. Yeah, like how can you call yourself a rival? Rival, like like on Twitter all the time, all the Cleveland Browns fans are saying, "Oh, this is the Steelers are our biggest rival," and then like you say something stupid like that, like, "Oh, it doesn't matter." Like, you literally have the chance to ruin Ben's home last home game and knock him out of the playoffs. Like, don't right. tell me that doesn't matter to you as a Browns right. fan or player. I mean, what 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 was it? Uh, the, the Garrett Miles Garrett was trying to say, like, he wants to make it Ben's last game ever, like, before yeah. the game started. Yeah, and like, I mean, I don't think Garrett even did anything in that game. I think he might have gotten yeah. one hit, maybe. I, I don't, yeah, I'm not here to look up Brown stats, you know, but still, like, I, I didn't even hear, I don't think I heard his name called besides just saying, oh, look at Miles Garrett ready to line up, take Ben's head off. It never happened. And plus, like, how many times? Like after the Browns or the Bengals, they lose to the Steelers twice in the season. Like how many times have they fired an offensive coordinator or fired their head coach or something, something happened. Like Freddie Kitchens got fired after losing to the Steelers. Like who, there was another coach that was there for a little bit. that got fired after they lost to the Steelers. Like it, it means a lot. And just, you can tell that some of the, the age ages of these people, like you were saying, like, of the people commenting like they're too young to realize what, like what, what this means you know yeah i mean a lot of young people are fans of players not teams anymore but if you're at least going to claim that you're a browns fan then like you have to understand you, you have to understand what mm-hmm. what these games mean like, I, yeah. I get why if you're a Jaguars fan, like maybe you don't see any of your team's true divisional rivals since 
get owned by everybody. Yeah. Except the Steelers. I mean, come on. A- <laughs> AFC is just like different. Right. Like it's not, it's not, I mean, I guess it's pretty much just been dominated by the Steelers and the Ravens lately, but it's not like, you know, the AFC North where the Patriots have just ran away with that for the last, what, probably 18 years until Buffalo got relevant. Yeah. Yep. Like, yeah, for sure, man. maybe not the Browns, but even the Bengals used to be pretty competitive. The Browns have always been like that little brother that have been at the bottom, but like the fans used to be at least prideful. Like, they, they, they used to be the thing like you hang your hat on the Browns fans, like, well, they're losing all the time, but the fans show up and they're dedicated and like whatever. And now it's just like these young guys that like freak out. Because young fans, because they freak out because they beat the Steelers in the playoffs once, and then oh, and then the, the next season they're knocked out of the playoffs, <laughs> lose to the Steelers twice, and everything's back to where it used to be. Now these same fans are saying like, "Oh, these games don't matter. It's, it's nothing. Have some, have some pride." And like, I I don't know why I, like. <clears throat> The Browns haven't won a division title in like since the nineties. Like, like they have zero. They haven't won the division. And like, how like how do you expect to be taken seriously or be a contender when you can't even win your division? Yeah, like, like you're always in last place or or, or third place. Like it just you. Yeah, it's like you, you win one playoff game and then you think you're you can play with the the big boys. To quote Kevin Nash, but like <laughs> they literally walked in there with the this is where the big boys play, huh? Look at oh. the adjective play. We don't play. play. Oh man, but yeah. At least, at least NWL had some relevancy for a couple of years. The Browns are one done. One and done. So who knows what's gonna happen next year? Who knows if Baker's gonna come back and play or if they kind of hash it out and he comes back for another year, or if the Browns are going to be assholes and try to draft whatever we want, like a couple of spots before the Steelers pick, because I feel like they've done that before <laughs> they, they do that. Usually that's what happens with the Ravens and the Bengals do it too. So. My biggest regret for the Browns is they didn't get sucking into fool's gold and re-signed Baker Mayfield. Yeah, it could happen, but you know, same thing with the Ravens, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> they were, we've talked about it. Huntley is basically Lamar Jackson, except his first instinct isn't to take off and run. Yeah. But he, he can run if he has to. So, I mean, that's what makes Sunday's game a little worrisome as a Steelers fan. Is that he brings some different intangibles to the table, but has pretty much the same skill set, just a little bit smarter with the football, I think. Agreed. Doesn't put himself in unnecessary harm. But... So I guess we'll jump into that. Obviously, the Steelers still are in the playoff hunt. It would require the Colts to lose to the Jaguars, which they haven't won the Jaguars since 2012, I think it is. 2012 or 2014, yeah. However, I I can't see in what world the Colts lose to the, the Jaguars on Sunday. Yes, I think the Colts have to win to even get into the playoffs, right? Like they have to, they have, they have to win this game. And um, I think if they lose, they can still get in. If we lose, I, I think as long as we lose, they still get in. I think. Well, that would be a typical Steelers thing: is for them to lose this game against the Ravens and the. And then Jacksonville wins or something. So, yeah. you know how that. So I just, how many? We used to watch Steelers games where it's like we need a little bit of luck, and yep. and we still end up losing. Every every yeah, I feel it seems to be like a trend lately. The past couple of years, we're like, oh, as long as this team loses, and like you're saying, so we'll see what happens, man. I guess I guess I, I guess they do have to win because they lose, and it would be whoever gets in. Whoever wins between us that gets in. Because the Ravens would then be right now the Colts are nine and seven. 
they lose, they'd be nine and eight. If the Ravens win, they'd be nine and eight. And I think somehow that they would end up jumping them. But we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Um, yeah, I really hope, I don't know, I really hope this is a competitive game, at least. I just don't want to see Ben go out there and try his hardest, and then we have a, one of the Steelers of earlier in the season show up and not do anything. So I'm just hoping the, the defense comes out hot, and then, you know, see what goes from there. Well, unfortunately for us, um... Ravens are a running team, and even though our run, run defense looked pretty good last week, I, I guess I shouldn't say that because I think Chubb was still having 70 yards carry, something crazy like that. Um, but I will say that our run defense did look more competent, probably the most competent for the first time in a long time. And part of that probably is having Spillane in there because that's the only thing you can do is stop the run. But as we saw when it came to the passing the oh, ball, yeah. he just got torched for like 15 yards of pass. It felt like yep. it was embarrassing. So I guess you put him in there on first and second down and hope they don't throw on second down. And then maybe third down, get him out of there and put in, I think, Schober will be back this yeah. week. Yeah, I think Schobert and Bush are back. Plus Chris well, Lindley. I'm not... I'm not gonna get excited about Bush. <laughs> Don't. Yeah. Right. Do you think we draft a linebacker this year or next year? I mean, we're gonna have to draft one, right? Because you don't want to go in the season with Spillane, Buddy Johnson, and Marcus Gilbert. Or Ulysses Gilbert, sorry. Ulysses. I thought, don't we still have Joe, don't we, for a little hot minute? Yeah, but I think his contract is like like really expensive. So I mean, maybe you bring him back, but I could see them drafting a replacement or signing somebody. I mean, we still got the big free agency frenzy in March, right? So I, guess I, feel, like, got... I feel like we just we have we have a lot of needs to address. Right. Between, I mean, a killer Witherspoon seems like he might pan out. Maybe. Um, my boy Trey Norwood got that interception and get Ben to the kneel down. So like, who knows? Maybe he gets better in year two, but. Right, Cam Sutton and um, James Pierre haven't Oof. quite looked like who we thought they were. Right, obviously Joe Hayden's going to be gone. Um, Terrell Edmonds probably. Yeah, our boy Terrell. I mean, yeah, there's so many needs on defense, dude. Like, it's just going to be a, a rough few years, I think, unless they want to be big spenders in free agency. But like, how often has that happened? I know. I mean, you and everybody else are probably on the Killebrew got punked out there, but I, like I said, a safety bring down um, Chubbs is damn near impossible. Um, <laughs> it was just he, the he way got, it happened. Just the got way him, it happened. He got him in the backfield. He slowed him down. He did his <laughs> job. Like, yeah. should he have went for the legs? Probably, but I mean, he's a safety, you know? Safety yeah. Safety aren't aren't there and aren't there to bring down running backs in the backfield. So yeah. they're there to, as a last line of defense, which Minka has proven time and time again this year. Yeah, right. For real. I mean, like, how many ta- tackles did he have last game? Probably not a lot because the defense actually showed up, like the the defensive line. But man, seeing Minka with double digit tackles in a game isn't really what you want to see from him. But yeah, man, Miles Miles Killebrew, man, he got he looked like a basketball out there, dude. <laughs> it was pretty funny to see, but I mean, that's that's Chubb for you. He makes everybody look like a fool out there. Not quite Derrick Henry, but he's pretty close. Yeah, I mean, even Najee had a stiff arm on that one dude, ended his life. So yeah, that was cool that's to see. Junior. <laughs> that's why that's why he's a junior, right? Man, um, anything else you want to add to the Ravens game at all? No, uh, I, I like you. Like like you, I just hope it's competitive. Obviously, we want to win the game. I think we can win the game. They have a lot of people out on offense. Their O line is pretty terrible. Right. It just comes down to if our run defense shows up or not. I I feel like that's what it's going to come down to. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, Huntley can make throws. They have Mark Andrews, who's probably going to torch Spillane out there Oof. at least like eight times next, yeah, this week. Right. I agree. Like I said, it's, it's, it's tough because they're a running team, so you need Spillane out there, but they decided they're going to throw it on second down. Obviously, Spillane puts you in a very, very tough position. Yeah, especially since Tyler Huntley can actually throw the ball. Yeah, I think consistently throw yeah, it. Consistently throw it. Um, doesn't do the stupid sidearm like twinkle toe passes. He right. stands there and throws it like a like a man. Like a man. Um, <laughs> um man, it's scary to think that they might lock him up and he Yeah, I know, right? Like we've been we've been harping on signs from Lamar and now now that chance much like Baker might have went out the window. Or Lamar Jackson will come over to Pittsburgh. <laughs> we have, I know. <laughs> oh, man. Again, well, uh, Tomlin did want a veteran quarterback that had playoff experience. Yeah, and, he's uh, mobile. He does have, does have one win. Oh, man. That's what it's going to be, dude. Better Baker watch. That's stupid. I don't want to say that shit. We're getting, we're getting Pickett or riding with Mason for a year gag and then draft whoever dj ukulele cj stroud who's the other cat yeah sorry to the other fans i just, i just don't see any chance that aaron Rodgers actually wants to come to the steelers yeah i think it, i think it's all bargaining chip for the packers right putting all this on the packers yeah there's no way you go from like the best team in the league to a middle of the road team right now Right. Like there's a lot of potential there. Don't get me wrong, but next year, like if Aaron Rodgers is in win now, next year probably isn't the Steelers' year. Correct. Correct, man. <laughs> so, what's that? Uh, I was gonna, I was gonna say, but like I said, we'll see. We'll see what maybe JC is the answer. <laughs> Kendrick Green can go to right tackle or whatever, and maybe he'll do better there. Uh, they they had an opening at the Steelers Pro Shop where Kendrick Green can go. <laughs> it would be like, hey, I'm a veteran of the team. I'll <laughs> tell you all about the Steelers. Yeah. So, speaking of uh, the Pro Shop and just Steelers memor- memorabilia, another mem- memorable player that we want to talk about is your boy AB. <laughs> That was a horrible transition. But. I just remember all the shit that Steelers fans got from everybody on the outside looking in. Like, yeah, how did you dude. not win with Bell? How did you not win with Bell and Brown? The ter- the killer bees. The killer bees, man. And they never get credit for not having any of these controversies. Like, damn near a miracle that nothing ever happened until AB's last year. Bell not re-signing his contract, but, like, he didn't do anything stupid crazy. But like Brown's like putting out all these things like these tweets and he's trying to like make himself a sympathetic character that like oh they were trying to make me play injured like here look at this text between me and Bruce before the game and like they're trying to make me go out there and play and I told him I I wasn't healthy enough to go out there and play and da 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 and then like even defended like dancing off the field on his supposedly completely destroyed ankle by saying like this is the difference between jogging and full-on sprints. Ugh. And like it's, I'm sorry, you don't you don't get any leeway with me based on like your prior history. Yeah. And then he's not like, like he's been it's not like he came back and it was like a saint for like five seasons. No, he's always like ever since he, like like you said, the last year of the Steelers, like he went to the Patriots and flamed out there with Belichick. Um the whole Raider helmet controversy freezing his feet like it's always like calling call the owner a cracker yeah and then like now he's like ripping brady at, like saying that like Aaron, the, the, well he's just bitching about the targets. only guy that's wanted you and like stood up for you in the media and like offered to let you live with him and like yeah sounds familiar huh because that's the, uh, the same shit that happened with ben like he was fucking doctor sorry i'll say whatever i want it's our podcast fucking around and talking shit about Ben. Like, I get heated about this because, like, the same shit that, like, you're, like, sympathetic for him for, or, like, the NFL fans, like, the same this is the same stuff he, he said to Ben or talking about the Steelers organization. 
and it like he like calling or even some fans trying to tell me that he left because Ben's a racist like oh well he didn't treat any of his like other black players like that like like he took he he's like best friends with Palestine even even, even Le'Veon Bell came out and like congratulated Ben and like talked about how grateful he was to get to play with him right and like um like the whole target thing like he was like AB was also saying like like he's better than any of the wide receivers on the Bucks, right? Like that's one of the something he said in one of his interviews. But I'm like he, like he said that he did the same thing to Juju. Like that's what the whole gripe was with Juju is because Juju won MVP, team MVP, and he was trying to say that Juju was ungrateful. Like this is what he does. Like he just blames everybody else, and it's just like you were saying, it's just frustrating when people are like were commenting about it, like. Like the AB was like you said, like a sympathetic figure, and now he's doing the same shit. Like it's, it doesn't end. Like it's this is just AB being AB. No, everyone's trying to defend him by saying like his mental health. So like yeah, I'm sure that Burfett hit didn't like do many favors, but like people have come out and said he was a dick in high school too. So yeah, even Ryan Clark, that interview, he was saying that AB was an asshole when he first met him, and like people were giving Ryan Clark shit about it like when that first came out and then now Ryan Clark's like, I told you, <laughs> like, I told you. <laughs> like, it, and it's just crazy, man. Like it is this, just the hypocrisy of the situation like this, the, 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 that the fans are commenting on. And I guess the thing that's weird is like, you, maybe you're like, he was winning with the Steelers. So like that kept a lot of it, but I mean, he's won a Super Bowl with the Bucks last year and, they're still one of the top teams in the NFC this year. So, like, winning, they're the third seed right now. Mm-hmm. So, like, you can't just say, like, oh, he's winning the Steelers. That's why they're, they, he was, you know, a model citizen and everything. Like, number three in, in the NFC, you won a Super Bowl last year. You got to catch in the Super Bowl last year. Like, it has to be about the money, right? Because he was. Guess. Like he was bitching also when he left Pittsburgh about the contract that he that he signed that made him the the highest paid wide receiver. Like he was saying something about no more unguaranteed money, blah 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 blah. And then now that's what he's bringing up with the Bucks too. Like like he's like, look at the tape. I'm better than Gronk and blah 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 blah. And like why why is my contract like why does my contract have incentives to to make, you know to get paid you're, like you're the only one batshit crazy enough to yes. walk off the field in the middle of the game and like dance in the end zone <laughs> right exactly so it's just like it makes me think of that that meme where it's eric andre where he's like hosting and then like there's somebody sitting on the couch and he like shoots the couch or somebody in the chair and it's like why would ab do that or why would tom brady and everybody do this to me like when it's like he's the one who pulls the trigger like come on man or if you want something less violent, it's that meme of the kid on the bike that like <laughs> puts the stick in the wheel and then like falls over and it's like, oh, why did the box do me dirty? Oh <laughs> like, man. <laughs> yeah, true. I didn't even think about that one. That's funny. But man, that guy, and like everybody's saying, like, there's some players that are saying, oh, it's gonna be AV's last, like he's done in the NFL. Maybe they're right, but also, I mean. There's a lot of players that came back with some terrible shit or other antics that you know if 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 the if the player can help them win they're gonna sign them. Like at this point, like Terrell Owens was to come back, I'm signing Terrell over hey. at this point. <laughs> like I'm, I'm rolling my dice on 40 year old. I mean, have you seen the shape that guy's in? I don't he doubt that he could do sit ups right? in his drive. He could do sit ups in his driveway and step on the field and play. <laughs> He played with a broken leg in the Super Bowl, so. Right. Can, can so wait? Can can teams like say like the Chiefs are in the NFC Championship game, and like uh, Tyreek Hill gets injured in that game? Can can they sign him? Can they sign AB and like before the Super Bowl, or is that not possible? I think so, as long as he clears waivers and everything. Which... Yeah, I, th- I think he cleared waivers today, so he's like free, free. Well, there's still a chance. Um, the Cowboys will sign him. Losing Michael Gallup, yeah, Jerry Jones loves like, <laughs> you know, ex, uh, very loud players, we'll call them. Loud yeah, players. yeah, yeah, there's yeah. definitely a chance. I would rule that one out. It can, it's but. possible, man. 
Like, and maybe he can still go. So, I mean, it's possible, man. I, I don't, it's I'm kind of 50 50 with him not playing again and then him. Oh, shit. I told you that reminds me. Okay. So, uh, who is the old uh, Todd Haley? Remember Todd Haley? Yeah, yeah. Did you see the tweet? Yeah, they got beat up at a bar or whatever. Yeah, the Tequila Cowboy. I guess he sent AB a message. I, I don't know if this is true, but I guess he said, like, hey, I'm the coach of the UCFL, Tampa Bay Banders, or, or whatever. You can come over here and USFL. try to win. USFL. USFL. Football League. I think, I yeah. think that's what it stands for. Right. And he was like, if you want to help me win a championship, you can come down here and sign with us. And I guess AB said, fuck out of here. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Like, <laughs> That's just, that's just funny, man. Todd Haley is a gem, even though he got beat up with Tequila Cowboy. Which was... Todd Haley probably saw that text, took a shot, and then walked in the <laughs> nearest bar and got it. Oh, man. Yeah, it's too, it's too bad Vince is never in XFL because Andrew oh, Brown would fit in perfect over there. And promos. I, I, Someone tells me the Rock isn't going to let it be as uh, loosey-goosey over there, but yeah, like, yeah. could you imagine, like, as Vince ran it and AB came out there and, like he said, cut a promo before the game? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yeah, drop, you'd cut drop, a promo and get five. Drop a couple say? bars. <laughs> that would be dope. Oh, dude, did you really hear that? Have you heard that? Have you heard that? Yeah, 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 no, yeah. no, I didn't. Oh, I heard the rap song, man. The, the fire? Already, it's all right. I mean, it's not. It's better than Terrell Edmonds. <laughs> Terrell Edmonds and Le'Veon Bell's rap album or rap songs. <clears throat> Not saying a lot, but I mean, that's right, like your right. only competition right now. Is there any other can... NFL players that rap? Oh, uh, I mean, Damian Lillard raps, but that's basketball. That white guy, uh, he's a receiver. I think he, uh, uh, what's his name? Are you talking about the guy for the Eagles that dropped the end bomb? No, 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 no. There's <laughs> another white guy. It's, um, God, that uh, Beasley. Cole didn't Beasley, he, yeah, didn't Cole he, Beasley looks like a like he would do like like country rap stuff. Yeah, he's, I heard I heard he's pretty a pretty good rapper, man. We got to listen to that sometime just so we can give everybody our review of it. Hey Cole, hey Cole Beasley, why don't you come on the podcast and drop a couple bars? Yeah, that'd be dope. Yeah, we'd love you, man. That was not by. Yeah, we you know if you don't get vaccinated, we don't care on this podcast. You can you can come on here and talk about it. Yeah, well, well we'd love to hear your thoughts. I mean, you know, whatever. it's all good. And if you, you do want to get vaccinated, we also support that too. Yeah, so. yeah. Pro choice, everything, life, something. Well, well, you, whatever. Yeah, be, you gotta be careful. Yeah, you gotta be true. careful with that one. That's true. That's, that's true. I don't want to. I'm, I'm sick right now. Not with COVID. <laughs> he's he's already had it. I'm the one that might have COVID. That had it, so. Yeah, man. This is a, <sighs> this is a great podcast so far. <laughs> we've we've managed to stay on the rails for the most part yeah, yeah we really have i'm really proud of us you know kind of uh, you know inconsistent with some of the, our life happenings going on but yeah we're trying to get back to it, people so don't worry we'll get there we're trying to, trying to give the people what they want like ben roethlisberger said it isn't always pretty but we find a way yeah Boom. Also, also since since we got to put a bow on this podcast let's let's talk about the elephant in the room all these people, outsiders mostly, that want to talk about like, oh, he's a rapist. Oh, he's not really that good of a quarterback. Like, but he, he was never officially charged with any of that stuff. You can say like, oh, well, if he's not guilty, why did he settle out of court? Well, if he was guilty, why did the woman take the money and run? Like, I'm not victim blaming, but like, I'm sorry. If someone committed a crime against me, like, and I was really offended by what happened. I don't think I would take the money and run. Um, and the whole, like, someone tried to say, like, oh, his game, his last game at home, like, that's the summary of his career. He's always just been middle of the road, lucky to win the game, somehow finds a way to win the game. Like, you clearly haven't watched, like, his whole career then. <laughs> because, like we talked about, he led the league in passing one year, a couple of years, actually, I think, two or three, right? So, uh, he has the most five touchdown passing games, and like, don't 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 just hate on him just to hate on him just because you you, you don't like like him as a person. Like I said, he was a bonehead young, in his young career, but like he's clearly turned around. 
he reformed himself. Um, you know, I, I just like people drive me nuts. Like they're they're gonna hang. In. Should he have put himself in those situations? No, but he he was a young young kid with like the world in the palm of his hands. It was what two thousand nine, I think we said. 13 years ago, that his last like crazy incident was 13 years ago. 13 or 14. It was, yeah, that's a while ago. Yeah. Like, I know it's hard for so many people to believe that people change, but like people mature. I mean, me and JJ can attest to that. <laughs> if you would have known us in our, our, our early oh, man. 18, 19, 20, like we were Rambunches. way different then than we are. Yeah, yeah, that's putting it nicely. Rambunctious. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A bunch of rambunctious young spry children, oh, young man. men. Facts. Like you guys are, at this point are just like the old man yelling at the cloud, like grow up, move on. Like he's clearly grown up. You guys are the ones that are still stuck in two thousand nine, right? And if you if you can't be happy for a guy that literally gave his heart and soul to his team, his city played football the right way for the most of his career like you guys aren't football fans you're just like crybabies that want people to, to, to hear them out um as we as we once said earlier in this podcast uh we don't care <laughs> we don't care man we Facts. don't care we don't care man stop crying okay if you're gonna bring that up then you should have been out there protesting Ray Lewis getting in the Super Bowl <laughs> over a murder case. A murder case. Dude, actually someone, killed somebody. Yeah, someone literally lost their life. Like, where's the I suit, Ray? Standing, where's the I didn't suit? see you guys standing outside uh, Canton when he got inducted in the Hall of Fame. Right. Are you guys, are you guys standing outside uh, Deshaun Watson's house right now? Pitchforks and torches? No. You guys that don't like Ben, he plays for the Steelers, and he's played a pretty damn good, did a pretty damn good job playing as a quarterback for the Steelers. Do you hear that yeah. argument and where people are saying got, he's not a Hall of Famer? Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but like people I, are I just, trying to say that. Like I, I, I wouldn't even listen to that. <laughs> like there's, you can't tell me a guy with two Super Bowls. Dan Marino got in the Super, uh, Hall of Fame. He couldn't win a single Super Bowl. Uh, couldn't do it as long as Ben. Um, Ben's top five in passing, probably touchdowns. I don't have the stats in front of me. Um, it's just because the list is too long. Yeah, I mean, the dude's at least top ten in probably every category. Maybe, maybe even interceptions at this point. I don't know. Brett Favre is number one, so who cares? Um, no, I think someone passed Brett Favre in interceptions. I don't remember who it was, but regardless, point is, the guy who has two Super Bowls, top 10 in every statistical category for a quarterback isn't a Hall of Fame quarterback, then, like, no one deserves to get in the Hall of Fame, unless you're Tom Brady. Just take everybody out and put Tom Brady in and call it the most valuable Hall of Fame and take everyone's gold jackets and burn them. Max, I don't think I have anything else to add to that, man. That was perfect. Well said. Sorry. Sorry. Oh, yeah. I, know, I know we like to have fun, but sometimes yeah, you have to address the, the lay, hit him with facts, man. Like some things, like we like you said, we like to jump around about, but like saying that dumb shit, it's not going to fly, man. Like, that's what we always say. That's what we always say. Facts don't care about your opinion. So. Factuals. There you go. Factuals. I just pulled an AB right there. Factuals. Recollate. Recollate. So. Also, did you, see, did you see the way he spelled can't? Can't? Yeah. Yeah, yes. I know I'm probably too old and don't understand that that's a new way to spell it, but <laughs> it's still hilarious to me. <laughs> and now that, we found a, now that we found a way to laugh at, at, at the, this podcast, uh, I just want to say I hope everyone has a great weekend. I hope whoever your team is has a good weekend and that if you're not going to go to the playoffs at least you get a win on the way out the door and we're definitely going to be probably breaking down a lot more mma but we're also the steelers are going to obviously be making moves i still the super bowl yeah maybe i'll make fun of lebron james for his uh don't don't be mean to my old man team 
<laughs> oh, he, already, he already traded Rajon Rondo, so um, look forward to more of those tweets as the season goes out, as I continue to remind LeBron about that tweet <laughs> <laughs> continually. <laughs> Almost every season. week. Yeah, yeah. true, man. Every, yeah. yeah, I see it every, pop up every once in a while. Especially now that, now that the Steelers aren't, probably aren't playing after this week, I have a lot of free time to catch up with my old buddy LeBron. And, uh, but yeah, there's a lot of good MMA fights coming up. Uh, although, unfortunately, Max Holloway got injured and the Volkanovski title fight's going to be off. But Really? When did that happen? Just today, right? Yeah, he just got hurt today. Oh, or it just got canceled today. But... Whack. Whack. Hey, hey, did you see that? Uh, I don't know if this is true or, that, or it's going to happen, um, but Tyson Fury against Francis Ngannou in a boxing match? Is that like legit? Or is that just like uh... a rumor? I, it's probably going to happen. Well, it depends. Uh, and Ghanu's last fight is against uh, Cyril Ghan in January. So if he wins, it's possible it happens, but that, that would also mean like he wouldn't resign with the UFC as like the heavyweight champion of the world. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that will happen. Like with the UFC, like do you really let your heavyweight champion walk? Yeah, yeah. But if he if he loses gone, like I don't I don't know what the incentive is for Tyson Fury at this point, who's obviously riding like the biggest cloud nine wave of all time. Well deserved. Yeah, certainly well deserved. Yeah. Um maybe maybe he does it because Anthony Joshua, I think, lost his fight. <clears throat> so that super fights off. Whoa, what? I didn't know that. I thought I thought Anthony Joshua lost his last fight. I could be wrong. Well, because he was supposed to fight Tyson Fury, but then like there was that whole contract that yeah, he had yeah. with what's his face of Wilder to fight a third time. Uh, um, so I think I think if I remember correctly, Tyson went out, fought, won his fight, and I think Joshua lost. Uh, yeah, he lost to Alexander Yusiki. Okay. So, like, I, I don't know if you can consider that a super fight again. Um, if I mean, you could say that Rua got lucky and went out there and, like, caught him off guard because he went out there like a little roly-poly and, and like, Joshua wasn't taking the fight seriously, but then to go out and lose again to another person, like, I don't know. And I mean, it's pretty decided. 117, 112, 116, 112, 115. So, like, someone gave a, uh, Alexander a 10-8 round. Mm. Um, the closest card, the closest judge was 115, 113. But. Wow. Wow. So. Yeah. Also, um, when we record again, we want to talk about the Jake Paul, Dana White feud going on, too. <laughs> oh, we can talk about that and talk about Jake Paul and Dylan Dylan, Dylan Dildo, Dildo Dildo Dildo. Dance, as, <laughs> as uh, Mike Bisping lovingly calls him man yeah so there's yeah, a lot of good can, stuff coming right yeah yeah we'll probably record again here soon uh, obviously we gotta like I said especially with the Steelers going out Jake Paul's always gonna have some <laughs> Dana stuff going on but yeah, definitely we want to jump into that. That's that's a lot of fun. Yep. Yeah. So everybody just stay tuned because um yeah, it's about to pick up with MMA stuff like John was saying. And uh I mean we'll still talk about the Steelers moves a little bit. Um, but yeah, man, I'm I'm just excited to get back into the the fight the fight game, maybe talk about some some wrestling. A lot of good a lot of good things going on in the fight game. And yeah, we'll we'll make sure that We'll, we'll probably start a weekly Tony Khan meltdown tweet. Tony Khan, AEW <laughs> um, shit fest. That, that guy, that guy, gives you plenty of material to laugh at. It's he is like turned like he's just like it just makes me think of like a, a parody account or like a Simpsons character now. I don't know, just like the crazy. I'm telling shit. you, he's literally he's literally the fat kid from uh, Pee Wee's Big Adventure. <laughs> True, man. Uh, it's just funny to hear like all the AEW defenders still and then just like I don't know if they're willing to admit it or not but how the roster and just the company is turning to everything that they said WWE was 
is or turning into. So, I mean, I just, it's just going to be crazy or fun to see. I don't know, like, just with the whole bloating of the roster, um, just some of the substandard programming, I guess. I don't know. It's just, I don't know. It's just, it's just just becoming a joke. And like a lot of the points that you made and I made earlier in the last year, like it just seems to be more relevant now. That's the way. Must must be why Parker and I don't want to come back on this podcast and talk wrestling. Uh, Probably. He knew knew the writing was on the wall. Oh yeah. I just, man, it's, I'm always at a loss of words when like, we're just always, we're not always right. But like the majority of the time, like, the shit that we say like is real facts like it's not like biased or anything it's just like what we see so that's gonna be fun to talk about for sure yeah well well like i said even if i won like i've tried to watch AEW. like you try to get me to watch it like on the wrestling message boards i'm on like i hear these things i'm like okay i'll give it a shot but like tony khan alone makes me not want to watch AEW. Like he's just he's just so insufferable. Like I he's just one of those guys you just want him to fail. See the fact too, man, right? Yeah, I I guess I guess I need to see the recent MJF promo because oh, I guess God. he said he said some things that really pissed off CM Punk like in real life. So I gotta see what they are. But I can like give you the rundown real quick if you want, or you want to watch them. Okay. Give me a quick rundown. Okay. I'll probably still watch it, but yeah. Well, I think it, okay. So I think he got pissed at MJF for referencing his UFC career, which didn't obviously was the biggest waste of time. Like CM Punk getting his shit kicked in. Like we talked about that privately, and then uh, I think we've talked about it on the podcast. Yeah, on the podcast too. We should run that. I just want to like talk sh- shit about CM Punk again because you know it's just always it's fun. easy and it's it's fun. Just, it's easy and it's fun. But I guess he was like saying something, or he said something to MJF about like, yeah, you think the grass is greener on the other side, but you'll go over there and you you'll get cut faster than the how long you last in bed. So he's like just taking these. He's always talking about WWE and everything he does. Like he just seems like that like that bitter ex that you have. Yeah, they won't let you go. Like comes by or messages you every so often like hey like you're talking shit to all your friends and everybody else like it's kind of pathetic man i'll say it like he just seems like a just a pathetic guy now in regards to his his career choices well the biggest problem with sam punk is like they're playing him up as this like gee golly i'm just happy to be here with like the boys that really care about wrestling yeah, and like yeah. da, 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 like it's all just disingenuous like bitter ex-girlfriend stuff but, like maybe like the AEW hard hard on fans like care about because they're like yeah everything about wwe sucks but like AEW's problem's going to be like you're always just going to be like a hundred thousand viewers every week because all you do is like complain about WWE, yeah. basically. Yeah. Um, you basically all all ex WWE at this point. Like you're bringing in like everybody they release, and I mean, Darby Allen, I guess, is still like a prominent figure. And then the other prominent figure is Orange Cassidy, who is like the worst gimmick in all of professional <laughs> wrestling. Oh. But. Yeah, whatever happened to Alistair Black? Like, I thought he was supposed to be like this fucking big deal. Like, right, he's basically doing what he he's basically doing what he did in WWE. <laughs> he, he hasn't won a feud because he got stuck at fighting uh, Cody Rhodes. Oh, Jesus, um, who also decided that, that he hasn't had a title in a while and decided, well, I'm Triple H around here, so I'm just gonna slap that bad boy on me, <laughs> and, uh, and then I'll like smash a throne with a sledgehammer and just be like, I'm not Triple H. What and, is it, um, Yeah, I mean, even uh, what what's his, uh, Charlotte Flair's boyfriend? Oh, Andrade. Yeah, I mean, what's he doing? Yeah, what is he doing? I, he I, I feud, never see... He had a feud with, with who? The, the Boston Pox, and then like... Oh, God, dude. He had Chavo Guerrero for a week. Like, like, all these guys that they said that they were supposed to be like main like main eventers or like they're going to change the landscape of wrestling like i hardly ever hear about them 
Like it's always just the same batch of guys. Cody, uh, Luch, Luch, Orange Cassidy, Darby Allen. Like what? What? What about all this talent that they said that? Oh, they need to go to a real company where they can have their creative freedom and be bigger than what they could have been in WWE. And you're still pushing the same guys. Adam Cole joins up with the Young Bucks, and then all of a sudden, Kyle O'Reilly shows yeah, up. Yeah, and, and Bobby shows up. Like, <laughs> it's the same shit. Like. I, like oh now they're really gonna change the world are they though they were literally like the biggest faction and like that's like they you literally you ran watch. nxt for like, yeah. like three years four years and now like they're just gonna go do the same shit and same shit AEW. and like, like well it, yeah no dude it's like the same shit like they i it just like it, you've called it in that one when you were talking with part it's just the same shit like like you can't be you can't claim to be an alternative when you're literally doing the same shit like it's just crazy you just, to me. You just do more flips that's all more flips uh, opposite of uh more botches revival. yeah <laughs> more botches more flips more botches oh shit like it, 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 like the revival I, I just feel so bad for them like, uh, yeah. we're, gonna leave, we're gonna leave wwe and go join AEW and get taken seriously then they go over there and they literally who are they get now? raffles dumped by it like every tag team and now they're already talking about like going to another Fed, but it's like I, I just feel bad for them because I actually really like them as a tag team. I like the yeah. one, like the mic, but they're just getting pushed out for all these flippy tag teams that never tag in and out, and just like literally might as well just be in a Texas tornado match the whole time. And <laughs> like in like, WWE, like <clears throat> everybody's mad that they took the title off Big E. I guess, I guess his reign wasn't that great, but like how many WWE championship reigns are great though, you know? I mean, at least you got to hold the title and stuff, which is awesome. He had it for what, three or four months? Yeah. I think. Yeah. Like I liked him and, as champion. I mean, he, lost, he, lost, he lost to Brock Lesnar. It's not like he lost to. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's not, not like he lost to Jungle Boy or something like that. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, but like, like Brock Lesnar is exciting, man. Like I. Everybody wants to dog on Lesnar, but he's not, like, he's a good good dude. He's a great dude, but like, look, a match like Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley, like that feels like a big match. Like that feels like a match. Like when you think of wrestling, that's what you think of. Like, yeah, it's too. And look, Brock isn't the same guy doing shooting star presses off the top rope and breaking his neck, but like <laughs> he's put on some pretty good matches. Yeah, and Bobby Lashley has gotten way better than when he first was there. I mean, this this feels like a big time match. Like this feels like it should be happening at WrestleMania. Yeah, um, okay. not at the Royal Rumble, but I sent something up though. Yeah, I mean, you know, maybe that's where maybe Biggie wins the Rumble against his rematch with Brock, right. and like, right, like let's not just like jump to like, oh well, they're gonna bury Biggie now. Like, it's not like they made him lose and then he just randomly showed up with the new days the next day and was like, hey, look, we're all back together. The band's <laughs> back together. Like, right. Hey, have you been keeping up with the new NXT at all? Like, the, the, the 2.0? I, I haven't. Um, I've caught it here and there, but like I would say I kept up with it now. Well, um, I guess uh, Rick Steiner's son, Braun Breaker, that's his name. Like, I, yeah. I've heard of him and like, Man, he looks just like his dad for one. But like the the kid is only twenty four and he's already NXT champion. I guess he just beat Tommaso Ciampa. And uh, yeah, uh, it just seems like a passing of the torch, literally. Because I guess when Braun Breaker came out for the big special that they just had, like he came out and he kicked the old NXT logo in half. And like people are upset about it because they're trying to say like, like oh, you're just trying to erase Triple H from from wrestling history or something. Like trying to destroy everything you built he built which is crazy in another way because like a lot of wrestling fans hated triple h and like now they're like feeling sorry for him which is again, wrestling fans are fickle like daniel bryan said it perfectly but um but like they're mad that they like released samoa joe and william regal and stuff and it's like this like to me it just seems like it's like the natural evolution of wrestling like you can't just keep doing the same thing for like right. a decade plus, right? Like it's always changing, and like you, Wait, you, you go out there and rebrand it as NXT 2.0. Like you can't just try out the same, yeah, 
the same product. Like, look, Tommaso Ciampa has been there, but like he refuses to go to the main roster, which is fine. I get, I get it. He wants to be close with his family. He doesn't want to travel. He's had a lot of injuries. Yeah. But like at some point, like can't just keep trotting. I mean, can't keep trotting Hulk Hogan out there to give leg drops. And, yeah, exactly. Yes, right. Like you can't have Tommaso like good for, versus Gargano seven. Like it'd be fire, like it's but good, like, it's good know. for like a one off. One off. Like when they bring back Goldberg, like yeah. Like it's annoying because like he can't really wrestle anymore. But like you bring him back for a one-off, like that's fine. But like if you trotted him out there and like doesn't matter, we're just gonna trot him out here twelve months of the year and he's mm-hmm. gonna be like the champion and like like sooner or later, like yeah. I mean, there's a while while ago, like you would have never saw Bobby Lashley the champion, and then he became the champion, had one hell of a run. Yeah, 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 and um, it was exciting. Yeah, you know, yeah, like. <laughs> He wanted to see the guy win, even though he was a bad guy. Like, yeah, yeah. The most, the most disappointing part about like his run was that they broke up the hurt business because like Sutton oh, Sander and Sutton Benjamin felt relevant. But like, man, that was a good faction. That's like yeah, uh, like that's one of the like yeah, you can like a like a laundry list of things that WWE has messed up. You know, like you have yeah, like, yeah. everywhere. You, like but... I bash AEW, but, but like that's not just because I think WWE is perfect and like they don't do anything stupid, but like right. I also I also don't pretend like they never do anything stupid, you know. Like AEW yes. fans would tell you that everything they've done right now is like Gold. what it should have yes. been. Yeah, yeah. And, and then now look at the roster. Like you have a bunch of old guys or new guys that aren't getting any time, or I don't know. It's just like everyone. Everyone. I mean, Ruby So she's another one. They bring her in and like, oh, she's finally getting a chance to prove herself. She has one title match and like now probably relegated to dark maybe like yeah, yeah. dark dark or thunderbolt or whatever the other shows yeah. they have who knows man Ram- rampage rampage um, yeah so yeah i don't know that's just, the rest wrestling fans are i say all the time they're good but yeah well another quick fact real quick because i know you want to go um but you, you know that brown break like yeah he's rick steiner's son but you know he he was a he was on the the ravens he was a fullback. I didn't know that. Yeah, he, that. he got drafted by, I think, no, he was undrafted, but he played fullback, but he got cut in, in April. What's his like, size, I guess, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's like six foot two, I want to say 230, 240, maybe. But he, he, oh man, he looks just like his dad. It's crazy. But yeah, I guess he's a natural in the ring. I just listened to Corey Gray's podcast and like, he just, uh, he talks about like respect and like, like uh, holding up his uncles and his dad's, like legacy, which is, you know, pretty, a pretty cool thing. He, he, like, I, he, I think he's gonna do good things in NXT 2.0. So, shout yeah. out to him, man. So, yeah, like, crush on him. I, I already had had some rough spots in the Trump match, but like you said, he's 24 years old. Like, the kid will get it. Yeah, yeah. Give him time. Yep. Well, not uh, not everyone can be a CM Punk and just naturally gifted and best in the world as soon as they step between the ropes. So. God, Shout out to the time he got beat up by Mickey Gall and then turned into like the most humble guy of all time. <laughs> Shout out to when he got beat up by Mike Jackson. <laughs> Literally just like spared him so that he could prove that he didn't belong in the UFC. Yeah, he Jackson died for our, our wrestling fans soon. So. <laughs> and on that note, uh, <laughs> have a great weekend. We'll talk to you soon. Good luck to your team this weekend. Go Steelers. Go Steelers.